The development of insight. Keynote. What is present moment awareness? Releasing ideas. Find the balanced awareness that doesn't attach and doesn't reject. To return to the opening inquiry, how is it that you can witness your body and mind? What and where is the here that you're settling into? Can you enjoy that? So far we've been working with specifics of what arises in the body and mind. The cultivation of disengagement and wise response has strengthened our awareness. Now we can turn our attention to awareness, that knowing that offers more than knowing normally implies. Awareness also offers a sense of present and balance, and that can be a helpful reference point. With this reference, we experience a sense of perspective and freedom from what arises. This perspective is void of judgment, and itself needs no affirmation, sense of progress, or positive feeling. Yet, from this basic ground, intuitions and guidance arise. Our practice, then, is to bring the active mind into contact with this awareness, and then read what arises through the senses and the mind. It's a matter of stepping back and witnessing the mind with clarity and compassion. For this exercise, it might be best to practice with eyes half open or with a downward-turned gaze. This will lessen the tendency to get absorbed in mental states. Encompass the totality of your body with awareness, centering on the energy and rhythmic flow of the breathing. Remember to include the experience of space. That is, be aware of the body sitting in or standing in or walking through space. If you're standing, orientate around balance, flexing your knees a little if things get tense. Allow the energy of the breathing to settle and merge with awareness. Be with the flow of any mental images and sensations just as they arise, without engaging in criticism or praise. Don't give attention to every detail. Instead, focus on the overall flow and speed of what's coming up as this is mind. Listen to the music of what's happening without speculating about the musician or the score. Notice the snagging or speeding or circling around a thought or sensation or a sight or sound. Notice where that takes you and begin to get a sense for the energy, the charge, at the moment of snagging, and the mind's movement, whirling, scattering, sinking, or rushing on, and the hindrance that underlies it. With the understanding based on practicing with the hindrances, shelve the topic, and release energy from the hindrance. Curtail speculation, frustration, or doing too much, Release is based simply on an emotional withdrawal of interest and a shift of energy. This shift is often best facilitated 
by returning attention to the breathing body. As the shift takes place, practice resting where it takes you. There is an enough moment. By noting that and dwelling in the peace of that enough, the sense of balance and free presence is sustained and open. As the mind will tend to cling to that sense of balance, speculation and attachment will take place. Notice this snagging as before, and allow the shift to release, returning more fully to the breathing to regain balance. As you sense balance, trust and enjoy it. Let the blending of awareness and breath energy hold your attention. Through ongoing practice, the snagging habit of the mind loses its power, shrinks in terms of the range of phenomena that it attaches to, and is more immediately released. Enjoy that. Views and Characteristics This process keeps releasing three fundamental views that cause snagging and restores a sense of open, calm presence. The views or assumptions are that phenomena have a continuing and fixed existence, that there is some phenomenon, a feeling, mood or idea, that can be fulfilling or conclusive, and that there is a state of being, health or mind, that we can own or are. We don't necessarily think this way, but the instinctive movement of the mind is based on these views. That is, the mind is constantly looking for the right state to adopt, or dismissing unsatisfactory experiences. At other times, it gets involved with managing, or fighting with, thoughts or issues that yet keep returning in an intrusive way. And in all this seeking and rejecting of phenomena, the underlying assumption is that there is a right one. But for how long is anything just right? And doesn't this searching invite more unsatisfactory stuff into the mind? However, with wise awareness, the assumptions are dropped. Then what becomes evident is that thoughts, feelings and so on aren't satisfying. This way of seeing things is called insight knowing. It reveals three fundamental characteristics that are fundamental in all phenomena. First, there is changeability, that all phenomena are moving from beginning to ending. They don't continue, they're constantly changing. Like the wind, they can't be said to have a finite, solid existence, yet they still arise. Secondly, there's a persistent, sometimes subtle, sense of unsatisfactoriness. Unpleasant sensations easily evoke that sense. But even a lovely experience creates a lurch in the heart when it ends. At the best of moments, there is still an inconclusive quality in what the mind experiences and an unsatisfied aftertaste. Finally, as the constant arising and passing of experiences becomes familiar, it also becomes clear that, since there is no permanence in them, 
none of them can be owned or adopted. This is the characteristic of not-self. Nothing is mine. Furthermore, the agent of owning and controlling, the I am that latches onto thoughts and feelings, is a habit, not a person. As it's a habit of reaching out, it can't own anything. So life based on this habit is bound to be frustrating. However, by relinquishing the assumptions that these characteristics reveal as deluded, awareness is freed. Habits such as clinging, guilt, pride, fear, aversion, over-responsibility or irresponsibility can cease. The mind, free from these undercurrents, is at peace. Reflection. What is this? Reflect on the sense of I am. Notice how it is always associated with some state. I am tired. Or notion, I am from Singapore. Or action, I am going to New York in the summer. How does your particular I am feel when it's associated with a state, notion or activity? Sometimes positive, sometimes negative. Sometimes confident, sometimes uncertain. In summary, it's changeable. Can you have any I am that is independent of a changeable state or activity? If not, your sense of self is always changing. What then is your I am? So I am sits on very uncertain ground. Yet that's the place where responses and decisions arise. And it's the target that everything strikes. Therefore, without clear understanding, I am is always prone to uncertainty, to being offended, to false assumptions, and to impulsiveness. Pause now around what is happening to your sense of self. Try to bring calm awareness to that experience, rather than grasp or reject it. Does this make the me sense less vulnerable? Also notice what responses give you clarity, self-respect and warm-heartedness. Notice that they too come from a full awareness, rather than a habitual I. With time, you can affirm such responses and trust full awareness. Then perhaps there's less need to make an I am out of anything. Does that offer more peace of mind? Sharing and Inclusion Keynote Awareness is generous. Include everything in it. This section may help to extend the meanings and insights of your meditation practice to a wider range of impressions and activities. The main theme is not to block this mental stream, but to meet it steadily. Allow awareness to transform snags, triggers and assumptions. Some of the following will be a review and summary of the previous exercises. Central to this is the view that comes with understanding the three characteristics. But what comes into awareness is transitory, inconclusive and not a true statement of oneself or another. With this insight... 
knowing we're not hanging on to hunting for, defending or asserting some state, there is a free and stable knowing. All our practices encourage us to return to this knowing. When insight knowing is not completely ripened, the three characteristics are not properly integrated. That is, although changeability means that things arise and pass, there can be an unwillingness to allow impressions and thoughts to arise. They disturb us and threaten our confidence. On the other hand, passing away can feel barren rather than easeful. The characteristic of unsatisfactoriness can cause us to dismiss or respond unwillingly to what arises. Finally, the characteristic of not-self can be held in a way that blocks open awareness and understanding of the various self-impressions that arise. In these ways, the flowering of awareness is limited by attachment to views and to the idea that there is or needs to be a self who is beyond these characteristics. To encourage a full flowering, it should be recollected that the ground of insight knowledge allows the mind to be spacious and the heart to be peaceful and unrestricted by fear, doubt or ill will. Unrestricted, the heart operates in terms of empathy and goodwill. The consequent union of groundedness, spaciousness and empathy is the sensed balance that we can return to time and time again in our ongoing lives. As always, begin with grounding the mind in the here and now of the body and in the heart of goodwill. Beginning in this way, we're not coming from a memory or a teaching of insight, but from its practical foundation. Remember to include the entire body in the space it is sitting in, right here, above, below, in front and behind. There is a space that is unobstructed and free from intrusion. Throughout the following process, return to this awareness when it feels right to do so. This might be if you're feeling overwhelmed and unable to be spacious around the mental content if you're losing specific awareness and becoming spaced out, or if you can't get the hang of the following instructions. Bring awareness to mental content so that you can sense what is arising in the mind right now, both as specifically present and felt, and also as an aspect of the flow of mind. Get the details but get out of the drama that this one is the big one, the impossible one, or the one that only you have. Allow what arises to arise, and sensing how it's affecting you, be the light that rests on its flowing water. Let it speak and present its feeling, impression and activity, along with its pang, wobbles and surges. Extend awareness to that process as if you're helping someone who is unsteady to get to their feet. Extend awareness to the points where you feel stuck in what arises. 
Notice the impression of self that is created, that I am responsible for this stuckness and clinging, that I shouldn't feel this way, that she or he is like this, and so on. Whoever that self seems to be, meet that impression with an open awareness. Feel the energy of that in the body. Stay with it, but not in it. Get grounded. Widen the span of awareness to include awareness itself. Be spacious. Soften the agitation and pressure that the mind is experiencing. Can you reveal and release stress rather than let it gather around what arises? Bring clear goodwill to these stuck places without trying to overwhelm them with benevolence or to change them. Extend that non-interfering empathy through the body and the mind. Can you include the images of what you, he, they are or should be and whatever isn't enough? Notice it's like this now. Can you allow the wave of that difficulty to pass through you Acknowledge the openness at the end of the process and sustain that through the next wave. If your mind tries to cling to the openness or claim it as me, acknowledge the feel of that. Try to extend grounded, spacious awareness to that clinging as to anything else that arises. Conclude the session with inviting impressions of others near and far, alive or dead, liked or disliked, into the mind. Invite and welcome them to be as they are. Allow yourself to be affected and also to welcome that. Let these affects pass through and notice what state you eventually settle in. Ongoing advice. Do practice regularly. Regular practice builds up resolve towards an understanding of the many changes of mind. You might use a standard of one meditation session per day, but also consider using several five-minute periods throughout the day to train awareness. It isn't necessarily the case that a long sitting is going to be either possible or helpful. If we find ourselves caught up in thoughts and moods rather than disengaging and relating to them, it's best to mindfully change posture or adopt a useful reflection. Do practice with other meditators. Meditating together builds up resolve and useful conversation after a meditation period can be encouraging and refreshing. Find some time to go on a meditation retreat led by an experienced teacher. Do begin afresh each time or even better, with each breath or footstep. If you don't practice with an open mind, you may find yourself trying to recreate a past insight or unwilling to learn from your mistakes. Do support your mental well-being by living responsibly and morally. Generous and compassionate action is a support for yourself and others. Do support your physical well-being with exercise. The back and the legs offer the main physical support for your meditation. Flex and strengthen them with care. Do 
use reflections throughout the day when waiting or unoccupied for a few minutes. Read any instructive literature carefully and pick one or two ideas that you can put into practice. Do try to be mindful and reflect no matter what you are doing. Routine housework, driving the car, having a cup of tea. Collect awareness, rest it steadily on what you are doing and attend to the mind in the midst of activity. This turns mundane tasks into foundations for insight. Don't. Don't be discouraged by rough patches and seemingly slow or no progress. A lot of meditation time is just about staying steady in the midst of difficulties. Don't be idealistic about yourself or expect perfection in others. If you seek perfection, what you'll empower is a fault-finding mind. Don't try to be like someone else, but reflect on those you admire for examples and encouragement. Don't gorge on too many ideas. Don't buy into any quick-fix solutions. Bringing forth and sustaining your own effort is itself empowering and instructive. Joyful energy is a plus, not a chore.